Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. No one is, 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 is more locked in. From Thursday to Monday, no one is more locked into the NFL than First and Pod. Hosted by Danny Parkins and Andrew Filipponi. All right, last one. Cardinals and Texans. This is a great red zone game. Uh, Texans on upset alert. Yes. Yeah, big time. I agree. So. Letdown factor. It, exactly. Exactly. Young team. Letdown factor, young team, Kyler shaking off the rust, and believing the hype. Yeah. Like, all of a sudden, Stroud gets talked about as the MVP. D'Amico Ryans gets talked about coach of the year. They get talked about as, oh, they're going to the playoffs. Have you seen their schedule? Like, like this could be a, they think they're, they, they, they put great upset beat Cincinnati, read their press clippings, and then you want to talk about a letdown spot. This is a letdown spot. Now, if they come out and they win this game convincingly, when Arizona's been playing teams tough this year. That'll speak volumes about them. That that will that will say that, okay, we can trust them to not, not be a, a letdown team going forward. They already went to Carolina and lost, so we know that they are capable of doing that. A couple things to clean up here. Uh, John Harbaugh according to our producer Spencer in his press conference, said Mark Andrews' injury, likely season-ending. I mean, wow. By the way, we didn't talk about my team. What a – they've had a horseshoe up their rear end the entire season that they're going to get DTR on Sunday, the Steelers, then maybe Jake Browning the next week, and the now the team that looks like they're the favorites just lost an all-pro tight end and one of the best – uh, players at his position and Lamar Jackson's security blanket for the rest of the year, which is just wild. Um, and then the other thing Spencer wanted us to hit on quick is what did you make of the Carissa Thompson story? Minute on that here. So I didn't go back and listen to the full podcast. I only listened to the clip that part of my take put out. Mm-hmm. And I think that when you put something out like that, you have to assume that people will react to the clip that you put out because i saw like big cat saying oh you didn't hear the the thing in its entire context well you guys put it out that way so i'm gonna sorry if that makes me lazy but i'm gonna judge it on the 50 seconds um it's a crazy thing to admit and now they've come out and said that it happened it was a story about something that happened 15 years ago and she's no longer a sideline like i don't think she should be fired i think a lot of the pearl clutching that is being done is 
overdramatic. It's we're talking about sports here, but it's unnecessary. It casts a terrible light on other people, and it is disproportionately a job for women who already take more crap in the sports media than we do. It casts them in a negative light. It gives ammunition for people who already hate the media to say, see, they just make it up. Yep. And I think she got caught trying to be funny on a sports comedy podcast, and she admitted something because Carissa Thompson is awesome at her job. And she has done things in her past to suggest that she really does care about journalism. So to have just a, as casual of a approach to saying, yeah, I made up quotes from coaches during my halftime reports. I mean, it's a, it's a shocking admission, even if it was 15 years ago. Well, I I think she's, you know, she's at the top of the mountain. She's looking down now from where she's made it as the person that anchors Thursday night football and does the Fox pregame stuff. You know, she's climbed a rung above that. So she can make comments that whether she wants to do it intentionally or not, belittle that job, at least a specific aspect of that job. She hosts a podcast with Aaron Andrews. I don't think she was trying to belittle the job. I think she was like literally talking about well, but but they, but as you point, but as you stated though, that is going to be public perception, which is everything is going to be like. Well, I didn't think that that job was important to begin with, so this just makes it even less so. Why do we even need sideline reporters? That kind of thing. Well, you and know every prominent sideline reporter, other than Aaron Andrews, it seems like has come that come out and been appalled by it. Like Laura Oakman, Michelle Tafoya. Well, that's so but, but what they, I was all come say out is, and if she like, were still in that role, there's zero chance she says this. Agreed. She's I evolved agree. and she's grown and she's advanced it like to your point because she is good on she is good at her job. At least like the presentation uh, of of what she's asked to do. Um the to the context point if there if if there was something in there from her that owned it and was like, I was younger, I was new to it, I I didn't know what else to say. They they you know, Fox is making me still at, at, to start the third quarter. Come on and recap a conversation with a coach. The coach was uncooperative. This is a problem in the NFL, and so I made it up and like I don't I don't say that to you know joke. I'm more like. This is an example of me being um, ethically wrong, or like at that point in my career, not knowing what to do. And I've, you know, I'm, I'm, it's like almost like a mea culpa. Like, hey, look how look how much I've advanced and grown over the last fifteen years. This is where I started, and this is where I am now. But I don't think she, just from the clip that I saw, I don't think she was doing that. Like, I think it was more about like, you know, it's a real dumbass thing that we have to do in this business. Talk to coaches at halftime, and I think so little of it. This is what I did instead. That's how the comment came across to me. Yeah. Um, I'm sure she will address it on her podcast with Aaron Andrews. I thought I it was weird that Amazon didn't make any reference to it. And I thought Michaels might just go off. I thought that was in play. <laughs> I thought that was in play for sure. Uh, can I say, though, this is probably not, I don't know, a consensus opinion or would be a popular opinion amongst our media colleagues who are taking this story very seriously as if we're covering Watergate. Yeah. I found it kind of refreshing that they didn't address it. 
it was a thing on Twitter. Mm-hmm. She said a comment on a podcast. She should not be fired for it. Like I saw people saying she should be fired for it. No, she should not. She's told the story publicly before. She didn't get in trouble for it then. So just because she told the story on a bigger platform, now she should be fired for it when she doesn't do that job anymore. It's ridiculous to suggest she should be fired for it. And people were outraged on Twitter about it. That does not mean that it is real life and that we have to treat it like it is anything bigger than it is. So it's dumb. I can't believe she admitted it. I understand why people who have that job are offended by it, but I have no idea who it really hurts in like the real world. Well, it would only hurt her if like, if, if it got to a point now where viewers felt like she was a joke and, and uh, took away from the broadcast, you know, like if it hurt her credibility so much that like it changed the way that people react to her when she's yeah, on I television. Mean, she's not reporting, man. She's a, yeah. So, I agree. She's I mean, a studio does, host. Does, like, I, just, I, I was, I was, I was interested. I was, I, I thought, oh, I thought, oh man, they're going to do some like over the top. She might break down, like, oh, like God. Tr- treat it like she had done some like capital offense. And it, it was dumb, but I, I it was kind of refreshing that they just like let it stay a Twitter story and a podcast story. And she can address it on her podcast and on Twitter and not pretend like, the 15 million people that are watching Bengals Ravens really care about what Carissa Thompson said on part of my take about sideline reporting 15 years ago. Yeah. I, I, I agree with, with pretty much all of that. I think that's, I think like you had, they had a big game tonight. It wasn't like bears and Panthers last week. Don't. And it had nothing to do with her current job. Yeah. And it wasn't like she had been like it was. It's not like she did something away from, you know, if if something had happened away from uh, the game or like she had gotten in trouble for something, and you feel like it's awkward that she's there, she should she should have to address it. But like, you're right. It's a it is an ethical argument. A question: Is she fit to be a sideline reporter now? No, she's not. She can't go do that job again. 